Hi guys, you're now listening to episode 71 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Ajani Salmon, a British Jamaican filmmaker living in London. Hi, Johnny. It's great to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Nice. Can you tell us more about, like, I know I've watched I'm Dreaming Whilst Black, which is a great series. I don't know, have you, like, can you tell us, yeah, tell us more about your journey in film and are you making anything Um, at the moment? So I have a show called Dreaming Was Black. So I'm a writer-director and I also act because I star in it. And yeah, I've been in Doctor Who. I was in the Evil the Daleks, the New Year's special guest starring. I have a show, um, in a show with Steve Coogan and Sarah Salamani coming out in April. I don't know how time-sensitive this is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me, really. And yeah, just, like, make so if I started making films in Jamaica, I, I used to make these karate movies when I was like 13. You know, at the time, the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was like the thing, you know. Jamaica love kung fu movie, if nobody don't know. Lo and behold, like 10 years later, I would decide to try and make movies. Not kung fu movies, but movies nonetheless. That's great. What's your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> that rough. There can be one. There are many films that are just great. What about top top film in the last five years? In the last yeah. five years? Yeah. When did Youth come out, actually? Remember an Italian film named Youth? Well, Youth in English. Which is, yeah, a film of perfection. But I remember when that come out. Not funny enough, I like directors, actually. Mm. Like directors where anything where they make, win. So... For me, that's like, oh, what, five five years, Parasite, one of the top five films in the last five years easily. Probably, it might arguably still be the best film in the last five years. If you're busting the K-dramas, you need to bust Parasite because (laughs) a next level business. It's great to have you on today. I guess I'm going to just launch into the question which I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? I am bringing... A journey summon to the podcast today because it is my name. But I believe if I am to be transparent, I should also bring Andrew Salmon to the podcast, which is my government name. I mean, you gave me a bit of a teaser before we started, but yeah, can you tell us like Andrew Ajani, what is the story behind that? Yeah, so um, my mom, when she was pregnant, didn't want to know the gender of the child. And she said if she had a boy, she would name him Ajani. And if she had a girl, she would name her Rochelle. She's ready to write Ajani on the birth certificate. And in light of knowing her own situation and her friends, who obviously she had like, you know, West African friends who where she found a name she wondered if she was giving me hurdles like additional hurdles by giving me a a non-english name that is that is where um she decided last minute on as she's about to write a journey she decided to name me andrew instead so that however i've always been known by my family as a journey but my uh-huh. government name is Salmon. It's interesting because you just mentioned that you're you're known by your family as Ajani. Like, have you ever gone by Andrew? So Ajani used to be the little name with my graffiti with in a high school, so that in any event, if somebody ever gets in a trouble, 
you couldn't know say it's me because nobody didn't know someone near my journey except my mother. So, so that was kind of like my pen name, so to speak. Um, or like, you know, when you reach high school and I start, everybody turned DJ, then my turn DJ journey. But it was, it was normally just fun stuff like that. But officially, like friends and family, or like, well, friends and colleagues would know me as Andrew. And again, I started a career in architecture. I went to architecture school. And so I came up to England to study architecture school. So, so naturally, Andrew remained the name. It was only until I decided to become a filmmaker that, I mean, I know Andrew just never really slapped the same. Like, I don't watch no film by Andrew Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, boy, it, it seemed like time for own up this name completely. And if I, I've been graffitiing with it my whole life. So since film is a creative space, why not own it? Own it completely. Will this come as a surprise to some people that uh, funnily enough, you know, it's 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 switched in a place where when I was growing up, only super close friends who I would basically graffiti with or my family would know that my name was Ajani. But everybody knew me as Andrew. Whereas being in the film space now, it's kind of switched where you can kind of tell who is my friend from like a long time. Because if they know me from high school, then probably I'll call me Andrew. If you know me as a filmmaker, you'll, call me, you'll know me as a journey. The popularity of how I identified has almost flipped on its head. Where now, if you really know me, you know my name is Andrew. Whereas mm-hmm. before it was the reverse. And do you know, just going back to what you said about your mum liking the name and I guess choosing it before Wikipedia and Google and all of that kind of stuff. Um, do you know why she chose this name in particular? My mother at the time was living in England and, you know, um, like, you know, you have aunties, you know, the aunties who aren't blood related, but mm-hmm. I have Ghanaian aunties, I have Nigerian aunties, Yoruba specifically. So I assume they must have told her when she was asking about the name. But to be honest, quite a few, like, you know, obviously, you know, Jamaican, Rastan, Pan-Africanism and Marcus Garvey, you know, it goes on. We have a legacy of like black liberation struggle and so on. At that time, a lot, of, so quite a few Jamaicans have particularly West African names. There are loads of Kwamis, Kwabanas. So yeah, you know, there, 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 there's a, there was a movement at that time, which my mother grew up in, which was like the reclamation of Africa and Africanness that so are quite a few people of my generation and the generation coming up now, like even my goddaughter, have African names. We have been stripped of a lot of our history. You know, we have, as you know, we have a legacy of slavery which removed our history entirely. And then them now charge with Fugopan them website and give them DNA for find out where we come from. So I guess the cheapest way for those who can afford it, we just choose a name or we like Google the meaning and reclaim it. But it's really about reclaiming some of our past and understanding some of our roots or just, you know, that understanding of that we were a people before we were here because we never came here by our own will. So I think that mindset and that understanding really gives 
I guess people are sense of grounding and a sense of rootedness in, in longevity of our history. And so, yeah, and just, and, and decentralizes Europeanness as the standard, I believe. Because even in Jamaica, which in many ways still is a, has a colonial mindset, having an African name from any region to this day in Jamaica still says, I don't identify, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm taking back if just the name, I am taking that back. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's powerful. Do you think, um, I mean, I don't know if you have children at the moment, but if not, (laughs) (laughs) when Mm. you decide to name your children, will you continue that legacy of giving sort of West African names? Yeah, well, I have, I have very small terms when it comes to children, you know, because obviously the, the woman will want a lot of say, but I am willing to sacrifice many things that if if a boy should arrive <laughs> on paper shall be a journey. Yes, it's to pay homage to my mother and take it a step further in saying, you know, I want I believe I can create a space on the shoulders of the space she created for me where I can have a child who has and uh, who has this Yoruba name on their passport. Mm. And regardless of what happens because of that name, he will be fine. Can you talk to us? We haven't spoken about the meaning, but the meaning of a journey. Can you tell us more about the meaning and, you know, the sort of significance that it's had on your life personally? So, So the name is a Yoruba name and I've heard iterations of the meaning. I've heard it's he who wins the sh- well, I've read that it's he who wins the struggle. I've also seen he who fights for his own. And it's, yeah, are the one that wins the struggle. That's also another iteration. So all of the meanings or variations of the meanings speak to overcoming. That is a part of it. And, and, and in, in, I guess, in my deeper understanding or in my own research, I have seen that he who wins the fight is also in reference to childbirth in the sense that I I like, you know, a child born after a struggle to have one, Mm. which would make sense in my case, being the age in which my mother had me, which Monaga load up on the people, them things. As a as a filmmaker and as an artist, what emphasis do you place on naming the characters that you bring to life? Funny enough, I guess I, I, I name all my characters are based off people like well, I like to name my characters after friends and family. Not in a way specifically like if you see if you see a Kobe, then the character is like my Bridging Kobe. No, I actually very consciously like not do that like mm-hmm. but I like naming characters after friends and family just to let them know that you know you're in a film to be fair I don't put much meaning behind naming of characters in the way that you obviously dissect names it's more just uh, shout outs to, to, to my people that's how I name my characters and do people ever watch your films and say like um, Ajani was that who's that character I named us <laughs> Named after. Why, I even if it do, I don't claim it at all, you know. I said, everything I've written is fictional. Any likeness 
is pure coincidence, nothing else. Everybody's name is the nicest word that they hear. Like hear them name. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, there's meaning in it, there's power in it. And I think that's what I find interesting about you naming your characters based off of your family and friends because I think it's the same feeling of like seeing your name in a character. I don't know, I feel like that gives like validity to someone's existence oh, when they, they can sure see themselves. It does for sure. Like I remember growing up, so my, my mother's family name is Henry. And I grew up with in my mother's family, you know, on the mother's side. I grew up with my mother. And in high school, every everybody have a footballer who have them last name. <laughs> Somewhere. But there was no salmon last name. Me no know one famous salmon, nowhere. And I remember thinking, Jano dad. And again, because my family's name is is Henry, my family latched on to Henry. Right, because he's mm-hmm. from the Caribbean as well. So then I say, yeah, man, our family, that, la, 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 la. I couldn't even claim it because I'm like, damn, my last name is Summer. So, <laughs> so I remember when I, again, moving into the film space and, 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 and deciding to, 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 to reclaim Ajani as my name to go by. There was a question of, raw, like, but I grew up with my mother and I said, like, why am I not calling myself Ajani Henry? And I remember thinking to myself, like, I was literally, I think you probably can see, like, my first film, I think, is a Johnny Henry. And out of arrogance or ego, I remember saying to myself, nah, yo, no famous salmon that they bought. So, like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to keep my name Salmon. So, like, when I'm famous, any little youth in a high school where I try to claim family can be like, yeah, that's a family. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there is power to that speaking of salmon i mean you gave me you spoke a little bit about it before we jumped on but um do you know is there like a history to that is there have you ever looked into that side of family in terms of where the name originates from you know how the thing go already you know from a caribbean man of a english last name you know what that means. I mean, not too, too looking at it too hard, mm-hmm. but I do know that it is an English name, not Scot. Well, not Scottish. At least the one with the crest, the famous one. Them um, come from England, around Surrey region. So, I mean, I know. I'm assuming it's the rich ones who had stake in the slave trade. I assume that is where my last name is from. You know, it's Jamaica was one of the biggest plantation countries. So nearly every black person who lives there currently is coming from that, has that as a part of their history. So we subsequently have these last names. But, you know, that is why, funnily enough, again, my mother choosing to change my first name to Andrew makes, which is why when you analyze discrimination data, when it comes to, 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 to employment, you'll find that the stats are quite skewed because Caribbean people tend to sweep under the rug. So, so because we have English names, we cannot pass. So yes, it is quite common. Most of us have um, English, sorry, well, most of the black people at least have English surnames. It's a complex and interesting history.
I mean, this pod has grown to be like a sort of learning platform. Okay. Where, yeah, we just like to learn. We've heard from so many different people, like different names from all over the world. But like, I like to go away with learning something. So I don't know, could you teach me something about Jamaica, the languages in Jamaica, the country Jamaica. itself? You never prepare me for this, man. I'm never ready. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, if I want to, but I say is Jamaica has a very interesting language called Patwa. Patwa is a language that is spoken in Jamaica, and it is a mixture of all the world, all the cultures that came on the plantation put together, mm. because. Obviously, them are mixed and match with slave them come from and are split up families and all kind of treacherous things. So what you had was a bunch of slaves from all over the place who couldn't speak each other's native tongue and had to learn English. But Patwa was kind of created as this language where we could speak to each other without the masters knowing what we're saying mm-hmm. and then just thinking that we're some Bakabush people who can't learn the mother tongue when actually we've created this language that is close enough that you think we're talking English, but actually quite different in its grammatic and sentence structure mm-hmm. so that we can talk to each other. So there are a lot of Igbo names, actually, and Igbo words in Patois. There are Spanish words, there are French words, there are Creole words, there are um, a few Ashanti words. You know, I'm sure there are other words which I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? This is me just coming from my sixth form A-level understanding of, of Patois. Yes, so that is, I guess, something which people may not know about Jamaica and our language there. I think, um, is it Uno? So I'm Ibo. Yeah, it... see there? yeah, when I first heard that, I was just so amazed of like how language travels, even despite like the attempts to erase. Yeah, man, the history. attempts at erase, so they, they, but them can't erase, them can't rub way out. I've been told, well, by a, a Ibo man in a taxi one day. The way he was telling me all the words, all the evil words that are in Patois. But obvious man that in from my understanding, based on what this man told me, that it's called like a dear man. So we just kind of put the O in front of it. Oh. So yeah, so there are loads of words which are which have West African roots in our language, yes. That's cool. Is there anything you can teach us before we um, end the conversation? I know like Wagwan is like sort of staple, but is there I any other greeting? You want me to teach you more? <laughs> um, <laughs> there was I because I just finished a film called My Roman. It's funny because this is a Caribbean it was Caribbean actors, it was about a, a, a Jamaican family. And there's a line in the script that says, if I not saw something like so. And the actor was like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, but I thought you were Jamaican. And she's like, oh, sorry, love, I'm from Grenada. I said, well, your accent is passing, it's fine. But if I not saw something like so means, I guess to translate it, it means if it is not it, it is something like it. Oh. So, so, so if you hear a story like, oh, you know, Juliana beat up our boyfriend. 
<laughs> Why does it have to be violent? <laughs> I mean, wh- whichever, whichever, whichever. But they would say, boy, and you deny it. They might say, boy, you know, if I don't saw something like so. So, yes, you may have not beat him up, but maybe you flung a punch. I don't know. Uh, but you see what okay. I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's what they kind of mean. So um, it's used in that sense, basically, to say that no one is completely absolved of whatever someone is saying. Something mm-hmm. of the sort happened. What is it slowly? Like, I can't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If I not saw, I saw so. like so. I saw if like I not saw, so. I saw like so. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah. It is a it is a very um, rhythmic language. Yes, I love that. I love that. Well, um, Adrani, I guess last final question is: if there was one thing you could say to the world about your name or names in general, like a statement or a, I don't know, even a word, what would you say? Powerful. Names are powerful. Wow, so, thank you so much, Ajani. I guess you yeah, it's been such a pleasure to hear from you. So interesting. Yeah. I've learned so much. No, it's great. It's great um being here. Funny enough, you know, it's it's always fun doing it was really fun doing this. I, I never get asked about my name. So thank you. You're very welcome. I'm just wondering, do you have anything that you want to plug for whoever's listening? Um, any films that you're working on? Any writing um, projects? By the time it come out, just let them know that Dreaming Was Black is coming soon. So yeah, man. So we're coming out. Um, we're coming out again this year. So yeah, Dreaming Was Black coming soon. When I first started watching it, I think I watched like what, however many episodes in like one go because it was just so, so good. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm very excited for it to come back. Well, Ajani, I guess I'm going to leave that there. Do you have any socials that people can follow you on? Yeah, man. My name on the socials. I am on. I am on Instagram as s dot That's a d j a n i, and I am on Twitter at the Ajani. T h e a d j a n i. Sick. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time. Bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods